You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. It couldn't have gone better. It went exactly how we wanted it to go uh, to win every game. The off, off the field issues were innocent. And, and we, stood, we stood strong and tall because we knew we were innocent. And I just like to point that out. And these guys, these guys are innocent. Yeah. Overcome that. It wasn't that hard because we, we knew we were innocent. Welcome back to Herdat Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, live from the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill. As very many innocent people do, they uh, fired the alleged perpetrator. Um, that was a very a very innocent move that people do. Very and the problem is right innocent. now they technically are innocent. Well, they're not innocent. They're under investigation. Right, but they're not proven guilty yet. Yeah, but this also isn't a court of law. Sure, but, like, if we are going to look at it from that stance, like, innocent until proven guilty, like, I guess you can make that claim. But it just makes me laugh I mean, because can, all, all the information's in front of us. Yeah, I mean, he can claim whatever he wants, so, right? But this is, a, this is a thing that I actually get super frustrated about because people do this with, like, the First Amendment and free speech and stuff, too. It's like, yes, you are innocent until proven guilty if you were being charged of a crime. You're not being charged of a crime. You're being called a cheater by a private organization. No one's going to prison here. I mean, maybe That's what you think. <laughs> I mean, maybe the guy that got raided by the FBI. But, <laughs> but Jim Harbaugh's not, not on trial here. He's not going to prison. I don't have to give you the benefit of the doubt when I see all of this evidence in front of me, including you firing your own guy, your quarterback saying that everybody cheats. You, you, I don't have to give you the presumption of innocence because I'm not a judge. We knew we were innocent. I feel like I need to listen to Carrie Underwood's song before he <laughs> cheats right now. So, because maybe if I would have heard that song before the season started, I would have been able to uh, attack Michigan the way I wanted to attack. I mean, Michigan should have listened to that song about three years ago before they started cheating with Connor Stallions. <laughs> that would have been the Shane, help for them. So is it safe to assume that you can just break the rules and it doesn't really matter? Because it's going to take so long for them to investigate that you're probably going to end up leaving before it even gets done. I uh, mean, and in, we've in seen terms this of Jim Harbaugh in terms of in, in breaking rules in the NCAA. I mean, because we've seen this so many times. We've seen this at USC. I mean, it's. It's out there. I mean, I don't know. Is, the problem is USC didn't get away with it. Right, but Pete Carroll did. That's the thing. Well, because he left early. That's what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. Jim, that's why I said, yeah. is it a Jim Harbaugh thing? Because he could leave and then just be fine. And here's the other thing. Here's the other problem when it comes to, like, even stripping titles or whatever. Or, you know, they do this with Final Fours more than they do it with football because they actually control the NCAA basketball championship, right? Is where they'll, they'll, be, they'll vacate Final Fours and stuff like that. They've done it with UMass. They've, I mean, it happens to John Calipari pretty much everywhere he goes. But um, <laughs> the, the problem with it is, it's like I still saw it happen. Like you can't erase the memory of of that thing happening, right? So I'm never going to erase the memory of Michigan putting it on uh, Washington last night. I'm we never innocent. I'm never going to erase the memory of the Patriots winning all those Super Bowls. I'm never going to erase the memory of you know, John Calipari making it to the Final Four with UMass and Marcus Camby. Like, you could take the banners down. You can say whatever you want. You can put the asterisk next to whatever. But once you've – like, that's why it's worth it because once it's in people's minds, they're like, okay, you got vacated, whatever. Like, it's – I mean, Nick Saban has wins vacated at Alabama, and nobody talks about it. He technically – there's a season in there. He's technically 2-6 and six or something because his first year at Alabama, they ended up getting sanctioned for – 
who knows what. And no one cares. No one remembers. No one talks about it. Did they win the title that year? Not that year they didn't. But, again, uh, I believe – I think Bobby Bowden had wins vacated at one point. Nobody talks about that because they saw what happened on the field at a certain point. Like, yeah, you can go back and, and academically change whatever you want for the, for the sake of the record book. But once people see what happens, it really doesn't change how people think about a season unless it's something – like, this is not, to me – even though I think it's a thing that deserves to be punished, it hasn't risen to the degree of, like, something incredibly egregious. I mean, like, breaking criminal laws would have to happen. for pe- Like, if Jim Harbaugh ended up in prison for some reason, like, not that he's done anything that deserves to go in prison. I'm just, this is an example. If he were to end up in prison for some reason and they, like, arrested him on the field as he's trying to receive a trophy, like, that would stick in people's heads in a way where you're like, oh, yeah, maybe that is tainted a little bit. But when it's, hey, three years from now, the NCAA, if it still exists, is going to be like, hey, um, yeah, we have to strip that 2024-2023 national title. People are going to be like, okay, whatever. I saw it happen. It's fine. Yep. That's the problem with it. Yep. It'll be a three- to five-year thing. It's going to take forever because it always does. And by then, It'll strip the title. Everybody people, will, people will think about the season. Now, okay, like when I go back you. to 2004, I'm not like, ah, Title vacated. I go, uh, USC won that title. 2003, ah, they split it with Oklahoma. Or, or they split it with uh, LSU. Like, I don't, I don't go back and say, ah, yeah, well, they, that's a vacated national title. Nobody won the title that year. But you do remember it. It's like, it's like Gretna. But you do remember it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I remember like, USC as like, champions. Like, yeah, you can say they're champions, but then what's the next thing you remember? Oh, yeah, that one got vacated. Honestly, until you brought up USC this morning, I did forget that they got vacated. <laughs> and don't forget. But when you think about vacated teams then, because like you're not really thinking about other vacated teams when you're thinking about the team that should yeah. get something vacated. But when I bring up an example, what did it just make you do? Like it made you it made you stoop to the high school level just there. Yeah, I mean it, and like those it happened are things in Gretna. that you just remember though, even if you went down a title list, you'd be like, Okay, 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 okay. Ooh, but that one, like, it, you know, I may have skipped over USC and gone two more years, but I'm going to go back to USC for a moment because didn't that one get vacated? Yeah, and like, I still, you'll remember those details. And I still don't care that it got vacated. That's and, the problem. And but don't, it's because it didn't direct your fandom. And, like, it directly sure. impacted your fandom. And if it impacted your fandom, you would never let it – you would never live it down. Ever. Sure. Let it live you down. If so, Like, if, if, a, if a Nebraska title got vacated for some reason. You'd be reason, so mad. Like, yeah, you'd be furious about it. Or if I – I and get, then you would say, no, this is, this is not a vacated title, or this is mine. if Iowa, for some reason, won a national title and then got it vacated. You I'd, would remember it till I'd the day you die. N- never let Iowa fans you forget let, about that, You would that, remember right? it till the day you die. But at the same time, when you – that's why, that's why like, acknowledging your biases is important because I can acknowledge, hey, if this happened to Nebraska or a team I don't like – like, if it happened to a team I do like yeah, I mean, more, it happened to Texas this year, say Texas. Yeah, had Texas won and then they got a vacant, I'd be like, sorry, Texas, doesn't count, buddy. Like, I'm not going to do that with Michigan because I don't care that much. But, like, the, and so that's what I mean. From the general public, if you're in an unbiased position, you're not going to go back and say, ah, oh, well, they, you know, 2024 or 2023, there was no national title technically. In 2004, there was no national title. Like, like I don't go back a few years and be like, oh, there was no Class A state football champion a few years. It's like, I saw them win the title. I saw Zane Flores beat Westside. I saw it happen. It happened. I don't, I don't care what the kid's address was. I don't. Like, I, I don't, right? And so it's the same thing here. Like, I do care about what happened, but five years from now when the NCAA finally does something, I'm not, I'm not going to skip over Michigan. Would you forgive all sins? 
if you about could read. All sins. By the way, don't Italian's manifesto. <laughs> don't forget though when the sections <laughs> when the sanctions do actually come down, like in five years or whatever. It's the it's the players at that time that are probably going to suffer from it. I'm not even talking about like they don't even have to do bowl bans or whatever. They can, you know if it's if a bowl we're ban just or talking something. about going back and saying, hey, this title gets vacated, and Jim Harbaugh, who's coaching the Chargers now, is. You know, he's got a show cause penalty, so he can't come back to the NCAA. Like, whatever. Even if they don't do it so it punishes the players in three to five years, which it seems like they've tried to be better about, um, but it, it doesn't matter. Like, it, at that point, it doesn't matter anymore. And so that's the part that's frustrating is even if that, – and that's why it makes the cheating worth it. Because, like, once you get it on people – in front of people's faces that you beat Washington the way you did last night – that's all. That's what they're going to remember at the end of the and, day. And you know, I don't even think it was as commanding as people not as the like, score indicated seem at the end of the game. Yeah. Because if if you really think about it, that game was separated by seven points for the majority. Yeah, for of like sixty percent of the game. Yeah, for the majority of that game, it was it was separated by seven points. Yes, Michigan held the lead all the way through, mm-hmm. but it was still separated by that score. Now, once again, it's one of the it's the things that stick in your mind, right? Michigan punched them in the face early. They rode it out mm-hmm. for the middle of the game. And then they closed hard. And that's what I was going to say. Now, it did seem like Michigan dominated from the start. Yeah. But then it, it always makes me laugh when OCs get cute and get cocky and then just, like, abandon what's been working yep. the entirety of, like, the first portion of the game. And that's exactly what Michigan did. The run, Washington couldn't stop it. It's not like you were providing these crazy looks. No, Washington just kind of looked uh, physically not there. Early on. Yeah, it looked like Michigan was dominating their line. And two, the holes were so big that you could, you know, drive a semi-truck through them. You could drive one of these snowplows through them. And, dude, Edwards had the easiest, the easiest (laughs) two 46-yard touchdown runs of his life. One cut and go. But then they just go straight to the pass. Let Washington come all the way back. Yep. Made the game a little bit interesting. And then when did you see them pull away? When they, when they went, went back, back to, the, to run. the run. And they almost did it on accident, right? Because it started on the J.J. McCarthy scramble. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can run. And then they immediately call a called QB run. And it was off to the races from there with Corum uh, take kind of finishing off that game for him. Uh, coming up at 8, we're going to talk to our guy, Damon Benning. We will continue more with Herd Out Sports Radio. Coming up next.